Hello there, everyone. My name's Andrew. And I'm Cassie. And this is the Culips English Podcast. Welcome back to Culips, everyone. You are listening to Real Talk, which is our series for beginner and intermediate English learners, where we teach you the English expressions that you need to know for real world situations. Joining me today is my co-host, Cassie. Hello, Cassie. Hey, Andrew, and hi, listeners. Guys, today we'll be teaching you about how to use English to order flowers at a flower shop, which is a perfect topic for spring. So we'll teach you some of the special vocabulary that you'll use and hear at a flower shop. Yeah, that's right. And everyone, just before we start, I want to let you know that we offer a full transcript and study guide for this episode and all of our episodes, actually, for Culips members. So if you would like to become a member and get the study guide, just visit our website, culips.com, C-U-L-I-P-S.com. So Cassie, can you let us know what the plan for this episode is? Sure. Today, we're going to start by teaching everyone some vocabulary related to flower shops and buying and ordering flowers. After we learn some of the vocabulary, we're going to listen to an example conversation where we can hear a customer visiting a flower shop and ordering flowers. And finally, after we listen to that conversation, then Andrew and I are going to walk through this dialogue and break it down piece by piece. All right, sounds great. So let's get started by talking about some of the key vocabulary that we use when we're talking about flowers and flower shops and ordering flowers, all of these situations, Cassie. I think there are some specific words and phrases that are good for our listeners to know. And why don't we start with the word florist, florist. What kind of person is a florist? Well, a florist is a person who sells flowers for a living, for their job. Mm -hmm. So when you go to a flower shop, the person who is working at the flower shop and who does the flower arranging and makes bouquets and all of these things, that person we call a florist. Now, there's a very similar word, which is the florists or florists. So listeners, can you hear how I add that extra S sound at the end of this word? I say florists. Cassie, what do I mean when I say florists? That is another name for a flower shop. Uh, kind of like saying I'm going to the barber shop or I'm going to the barbers to get a haircut. You can do the same thing when talking about a florist and going to the florists. Yes, so it can be confusing. So you want to buy flowers from the florist at the florists, right? <laughs> <laughs> now, when we talk about flowers, we use it in two specific ways. We use it in a general way to talk about any 
gift that is composed of flowers, right? You might give flowers to your friend on their birthday, or you might give flowers to someone who has lost a loved one,、mm. or you might give flowers to your boyfriend or girlfriend or husband or wife or whatever your partner on Valentine's Day, for example. But flowers also refers to the specific. Name of each individual species of flowers, and some common flowers in English. Of course, there are many, 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 but、uh, and and I'm not an expert about this by any means. But some flowers that I know the names of include roses, tulips, and my favorite flower name, baby's breath. <laughs> I think that's a cute flower name. Those are like the little bluish purple ones, right? Yeah, it's a very small little flower, and it's exactly it's usually white or a very light blue color. And、uh, you know, describing flowers is kind of hard on an audio podcast. So if anybody <laughs> wants to see the specific image, they could just Google "baby's breath" and a picture will come up. So I guess why it's important to know about that is because if you go to the florist and you just say. I want to buy some flowers. Then they are going to want to sell you just one kind of flower, right?、Mm. So if you say I want to buy some flowers, they will say, "Okay, what kind? Do you want roses? Do you want tulips?" And actually, most times when we're giving a gift of flowers, we don't want to give just one kind, right? We want、yep. the florist to make some kind of mixture、uh, or arrangement or bouquet. And that's what we want to purchase. In fact, so I just mentioned two different words.、Uh, and guys, if you have never heard of these words, or if you don't know the difference between them, that's fine. Because until today, when I was preparing <laughs> for this episode, I didn't know them either. <laughs> Those two words are bouquet and arrangement. Cassie, skill testing question for you: Do you know the difference between a bouquet and an arrangement? I couldn't say the exact definition, but when I think of a bouquet, I think of something you can hold, and when I think of an arrangement, I think of a bigger bunch of flowers that you might stick on a table. All right, you nailed it. That's exactly <laughs> right.、Uh, a bouquet is a group of flowers, and it's something that you can usually hold in your hand, so it doesn't come in a container. However, an arrangement is a grouping of different flowers that is placed into some kind of container. So maybe、uh, a basket, or a vase, or something like that—a flower pot, even. That that kind of thing is called an arrangement, and one of the most popular kinds of arrangements is called a centerpiece.、Mm. And a centerpiece is a kind of flower arrangement that you put on your dining room table, in the middle of the table, in the center of the table, so that everybody can see it. It's kind of the showcase、uh, of the table setting for a dinner party, for example. So, if you are having a dinner party and you want to buy flowers for that specific occasion, then you might want to order a centerpiece. Andrew, have you ever ordered a centerpiece? You know, 
Flowers are something that I buy occasionally, but not very often. And I don't host too many dinner parties, especially、mm. over the last couple of years with the pandemic. So,、mm -hmm. no, I can't say that I ever have, but、uh, maybe after this episode, I'll be inspired and I'll go out <laughs> and buy or make my own centerpiece. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Andrew, do we have any other remaining vocabulary before we move to the example conversation? Yeah, we got a few more. And one that I just mentioned a second ago is vase.、Uh, Cassie,、mm -hmm. I'm curious about how you say that word because there is a lot of variation on the pronunciation of this word depending on the part of the English speaking world that you come from. I say vase most of the time. And by the way, listeners, the spelling of this word is V A S E. Cassie, what do you say? I say vase with the S sound, but I hear it pronounced、uh, fancily, like very fancy speak,、uh, vase. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so there are three different ways to pronounce this word, guys. Vase, like Cassie said, which I believe is the UK English pronunciation and、mm. uh, kind of sounds a little bit fancy to our North American English ears, I think, saying it vase.、Mm -hmm. And then you can say it with an S sound, vase, which is how you pronounce it, Cassie. And、mm -hmm. then me, I say it vase with、uh, more of a z sound, a buzzing sound. So there's three different ways to say it. But Cassie, maybe we should say what it is. What is a vase exactly? A container. Usually I think of a glass one, but it could be plastic or something else that holds flowers, cut flowers. And one final thing that we should mention before we listen to the example conversation is the way that we can talk about the colors of flowers. And I think there are two P words that are nice to know for this situation. Those two words are primary and pastel. Primary colors, pastel colors. Primary colors are like the original colors, like kind of very dark and vibrant colors. I'm thinking of red and blue and yellow when I think of the word primary and primary colors. Cassie, what are pastel colors? Pastel colors are lighter and more. Uh, cute, kind of when you think of like baby colors or spring. So it's like a light pink, a peach, a cream, a light creamy yellow color. Those are pastel. Maybe a baby blue.、Mm, yeah, baby blue. <laughs> <laughs> right. So primary colors are darker and richer, whereas pastel colors are brighter and softer. Great. Well, I think now that we have that vocabulary under our belts, we can get to the main example conversation for this episode. And guys, in this example conversation, you are going to hear a customer visit a flower shop and order some flowers for her mom's birthday. So why don't we take a listen to that example conversation right now? Let's do it. Hello there. Hi, how's it going? I'm good, thanks. How can I help you? Well, I'd like to buy some flowers for my mom's birthday. Okay, yeah, no problem. I can help you with that. Did you have anything particular in mind? I'm not exactly sure. 
Do you have any recommendations? Hmm. Well, first off, what are you thinking for the budget? Uh, around $40 to $50 or so. Okay, great. And would you like a bouquet or an arrangement? I think a bouquet would be fine. Okay, yeah, absolutely. And do you have any idea what kind of flowers your mom likes? Actually, I have no idea. No idea, eh? Okay. Well, do you know if she likes stronger, darker primary colors or lighter, softer pastel ones? Mm, definitely some softer colors. Softer colors. Okay. So I'm thinking that a medium-sized traditional bouquet with some carnations, chrysanthemums, lavender, and baby's breath would work great. It would include around eight stems. Would that work for you? Yeah, that sounds lovely. Okay, excellent. So it'll cost $45 and take me about 25 minutes to prepare. Perfect. Can I pay now and then I'll go grab a coffee or something and come back in a bit? Yeah, sure. That's no problem. So I'll just ring you up now and then I'll get started on the bouquet. Great. Thanks. So we just heard an example conversation where a customer comes into a florist and orders a bouquet to give to her mom for her mother's birthday. And Cassie, now I think we should walk through this conversation one more time and break it down and explain some of the interesting language and vocabulary and expressions that we heard the two speakers use. Mm. So Cassie, what jumped out at you in this conversation? The first sentence that jumped out to me was how the customer first approached the clerk and asked for what she wanted. She said, I'd like to buy some flowers for my mom's birthday. And I think this sentence is simple and it gets the point across and it tells all the key information that you need. Yeah, exactly. So you can just modify this sentence depending on the occasion that you want to buy the flowers for, right? So for example, you could say, I'd like to buy some flowers for... My girlfriend, I'd like to buy some flowers for my daughter's graduation, etc., etc. So whatever the occasion that you're buying flowers for, you can just insert it into that sentence. And I think this is a really nice way to approach this situation because most people are not really too knowledgeable about flowers, right, Cassie? We don't mm. exactly know the names of flowers or uh, how to arrange them or what colors to include. So by telling who you want to give the flowers to and for which occasion you want to buy the flowers for, um, that will give the florist some idea about what to make for you. Exactly. Yeah. If you were going to just say, hi, I'd like to buy some flowers. The first question that florist is going to ask you is, well, what do you want to buy them for? Who's it for? Where are you going? Exactly. So it's just nice to state that up front. Now, what we heard the florist say in response to this is, did you have anything particular in mind? Okay, so the customer says, I'd like to buy some flowers for my mom's birthday. 
And the florist responds with the question, did you have anything particular in mind? So this question is interesting. Let's break it down. The first thing that I think is interesting is that it's in the past tense. Did you have anything in particular in mind? And as we've mentioned on Real Talk in the past, English speakers will often put a question like this into the past tense to make it sound softer and more polite. So in this kind of situation, when someone is talking to a customer, it's nice to be polite and soft and gentle. And so this is why the question is in the past tense. Cassie, what does it mean in mind? Did you have anything in particular in mind? Can you break this question down for us? What does it mean exactly? It means that before you came to this store, did you have any ideas about what kind of arrangement you would like? Like, were there any specific colors you wanted, any specific flowers, any specific style? Have you started brainstorming what kind of flowers you wanted yet? Exactly. So did you have anything particular in mind? Means like, do you know the kind of bouquet that you want to buy? Do you know the flowers, the size, the colors? Or do you have no idea? Do we need to start from the very beginning from scratch with brainstorming what kind of flower bouquet to make? Cassie, are there any other things that jumped out at you in this conversation? Well, the next thing that jumped out to me in this conversation was that the florist's next question to the customer was, would you like a bouquet or an arrangement? which are two vocabulary words that we talked about at the beginning of the episode. These are the two most common types of flowers that you're going to order, a bouquet or an arrangement. Cassie, I also noticed that we pronounce bouquet differently. I say bouquet and you say bouquet. Yeah. <laughs> so that's interesting. That's another flower-related word where there is some variation in the pronunciation. Interesting. Bouquet, bouquet, both are okay. That rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, when the two are collaborating, the florist and the customer, about what kind of bouquet to arrange and to prepare for the mother's birthday, the florist suggests a medium-sized traditional bouquet with some different kinds of flowers, some carnations, chrysanthemums, lavender, baby's breath. These are all very popular flower kinds. And he also said that it would include around eight stems, eight stems. Now, Cassie, I know that a stem means the part of a plant where the flowers branch off from, right? If you think of a rose, for example, a rose is at the top and then there's a long stem and that stem usually has some thorns on it and is very <laughs> prickly and you have to be careful when you are picking the rose and holding the stem. But I think in this situation, the florist is actually talking about something a little bit different when he said it will include around eight stems. What does that mean in this context? Well, Andrew, in this case, uh, stems refers to mostly how big the bouquet is. 
So if you were to order a smaller bouquet, you know, it might only have a count of four or five stems and a medium bouquet would be, you know, eight or nine. And then a larger one could be like all the way up to 20 stems. Yeah, so it's just a way to count the number of flowers. For whatever reason, the florists don't say there are 20 flowers. They say there are 20 stems in the bouquet. I wonder if that is because one stem might have two flowers on it, perhaps. That could be. I'm not exactly sure. But mm -hmm. what I do know is that this is the counter word that florists use to talk about the size of the bouquet. So uh, a medium bouquet will probably have, you know, eight to 12 stems inside of it. And we're almost done with this example conversation, but there was one more interesting phrase that I think we should mention. And that was when the customer was about to pay, the clerk says, sure, I'll just ring you up now. And why does he say, I'll just ring you up? Well, uh, a cash register usually makes this kind of dinging sound when you, you know, open up the register and get the money out. And I mean, if you pay in credit card, you're not going to hear this ring. But in the past, when people paid with cash, you always heard that ding when you opened the register. So I think that's why we use that phrase. Yeah, absolutely. So it's kind of an ancient antiquated phrase these days, but we still use it for sure all of the time. And to ring somebody up means to process their order, to make the payments, to pay for the item at the cash register. Well, we're almost at the end of today's episode, but before we go, let's summarize what we've covered today. So today we learned about how to buy flowers at a flower shop. Yes, and we talked about some of the expressions and vocabulary you'll hear and use when doing that, such as the differences between bouquet and arrangements and centerpieces. Yeah, and we also learned about the word stem and how it's used to count flowers. So for example, a bouquet with 12 stems means that 12 flowers are included. So everyone, that is going to bring us to the end of the episode. Thank you for listening. We hope you learned a lot with us today. So now you can go out and buy some flowers for your friend or loved one and practice what you learned here. I think your friends or loved ones would enjoy that <laughs> if you did that. <laughs> Good idea. Don't forget our website is qlips.com if you want to get the study guide including the transcript and practice exercises for this episode, check out the website to download it. Becoming a QLips member is a great way to support us, but it's not the only way. You can also support us by leaving us a five-star rating and a nice review on your podcast app, telling your friends about QLips, or by following us on social media. In particular, we are most active on Instagram and YouTube. Also, if you'd like to contact us, our email address is contact at qlips.com. You can send us a message or ask us a question 
We'd love to hear from you. We'll be back soon with another brand new episode. Talk to you then. Bye.